Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, it's Sarkinish with your commish. And we've got our final four, down to our final four teams, all fighting for a chance to win a ring and be crowned founding Farter Fantasy Football League champion. And I'll tell you what, the four teams that are left, there's some good squads that I think largely throughout the year have represented uh, the best of our Fantasy Football League, so... It's nice to see that get rewarded. And it was nice to see some different teams in the playoffs, like Jof uh, showing up, making an appearance. And, uh, you know, getting close, putting up a good effort, but not not, not getting over the hump. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to some playoff action. Uh, we'll talk about the final four and what's to come. Uh, but first, I wanted to talk to you guys about the holiday seasons, because it's the holiday season, and hoop-dee-doo, and dickery-dock is and you suck, and it's coming down the chimney now, you know? Christmas time is a time where you uh, you feel joy, and you go shopping, and you, you you know get things for your loved ones, and you, you just try to keep a positive frame of mind and enjoy the holidays. You know, it's getting cold out, it's getting dark out. All of that's depressing. So what do we do? We light it up with Christmas lights and Christmas cheer and getting drunk inside. And Except lately. It's been fucking like 60 degrees outside. We've been getting to enjoy Christmas outside, which is nice because uh, it's nice to go outside and enjoy Christmas sometimes. But yeah, you know, I've been trying to get a little bit of the Christmas cheer myself. You know, as an adult, I think every year uh, Christmas gets a little bit less magical, you know. And then all of a sudden this year, it's like having a child has reset my clock for the magic on Christmas. Because now I see the magic through a whole other perspective. So now I'm very appreciative of all the things Christmas again. So Christmas music's on in my house every single fucking day. Christmas lights are everywhere. We're doing Christmas stuff. Like, we're just having a good old time. I mean, it's A lot of it has to do with the fact that now you got a kid, it, it makes it Christmas fun again. Because that was the most fun time you had. With Christmas is when you were a kid, so you get to kind of relive it over again. So it's pretty dope. I actually took the last, uh, the next two weeks off of work, uh, so I'm in week one of two uh, right now, and I'm just trying to re like reestablish myself here. Uh, I've had a rough year. I've had a rough couple of years, and I think that's okay. Sometimes in life, you know, you have a rough day, a rough, a rough quarter, a rough year. And it's okay, as long as you bounce back. To me, it's about continuing like a positive frame of mind when you have no reason to. And for me, like I feel like I've I've just been kind of in a rut the last few few months, and I I've I've kind of conceded myself to this feeling of ah, there's nothing you can fucking do about it, so just fucking deal with it. And I just feel like that was a negative way to approach things. So it sucks. We have to get through it. But I feel like there's a better way to go about it. So I've started exercising. Like many of Americans, I've lied myself into believing that purchasing a Peloton is going to be my key to getting in shape. But I'm determined to make it happen. I don't want to be one of those people that fucking Dave talks about where 
you know, he goes to the house to do the handyman thing, and they've got fucking dust on this motherfucker, you know? Uh, I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that there's just sweat all over that thing. And so far, so good. I've wrote it every fucking day. Uh, so still a fat piece of shit. I mean, you got a long way to go when you're as fat as I am. Uh, I got up to 220. That's how much I weigh right now. Normally, like on my wedding day, I was like 170. That's my best day, you know? I'm fucking 220. Oof. I mean, it just kind of happens, you know? You, you get fat sometimes because uh, you kind of lose focus. If you don't want to be fat, you, it requires focus and effort that you got to be willing to kind of push through the muck. And I wasn't willing to do that for a few years. Um, I just loathed in my own misery, you know? And there's a, something to that. I feel like, you know, you go through those periods of time for reasons because you're trying to figure something out. And I feel like I'm starting to figure whatever that thing is out and... You know, now we power on. But I needed this two weeks to kind of, you know, get through that. After my mom passed away, I didn't really have all that time to focus on me. It was just processing. So it's my two weeks, you know. It's two weeks vacation. And I've been using it to, as I mentioned before, do some holiday shopping. I went out into the retail world, which, you know, last year during the, the like, pandemic, fucking no one went out to stores. Mostly went out, you know, shopped online. I mean, people went to stores, but it wasn't the same. You know, this year, I feel like people want to go out. But the problem is retail stores are not ready for holiday shoppers. First of all, there's a labor shortage, which is just fucking depressing because you go into all of these stores and it's like a skeleton crew when it should be like the Christmas crew. You know, the one where they bring in extra men, the extra men just kind of make them like a little less than full staff right now. And all of these places are are suboptimal in terms of their customer service. And it's. Not the fault of these employees. I mean, I feel like a lot of them have just gotten to the point where it's like, there's nothing I can do about this. So you get mad if you want, but I'm just going to stand here and continue to do my job with the limited resources that I have because that shit's not my problem, which is exactly probably what you would do in that scenario too. You know, if you were working fucking bullshit hours for some bullshit money and they didn't staff the fucking team appropriately, you'd kind of be like, well, I'm just going to do my part. I'm not going to go above and beyond here. No point in that. I'm not going to get rewarded. The second problem is none of these stores actually have, like, any shit right now because there's, like, shipping issues and material issues and all kinds of things fucking up supply chain, and there's just, like, nothing in store. And I went to Best Buy, and I feel like Best Buy's whole model now has kind of shifted to online delivery or in-store pickup so you put the order in online and then you go and pick it up in the store so you don't actually have to go through the store to pick it out but the problem is if you want to be a guy who goes into the store to just browse and you're like oh i like that that's cool let me find that on the shelf and pick it out myself well now you've got a problem because like now you work at best buy and you've got to fucking be your own online uh pickup customer pickup shopper so you're going in being fucking Best Buy employee, getting the package, bringing it to the register for them to ring you up to, so you can get out. You have no idea. It seems simple and straightforward if it were 2019. But this is 2021 where everything's fucked up and the rules don't apply anymore. And now we're all Best Buy employees that when we go into the Best Buy, we, we stand in Best Buy waiting to be helped. I needed a blender. The, the first lady wants a blender because our current blender is smoking every time we use it, which I'm pretty sure is probably not good probably a time to get a new blender um so i go over to the home appliances section i go to where the blenders are i look for the blender not fucking there not on the shelf even though 
online it says it's stocked. And I know that the stocking thing online is pretty shoddy sometimes, but for the most part, it's pretty accurate. Like, if it says that it has some quantity of items there, usually it's fucking there. Um, but not on the shelf where it's supposed to be because this store's a fucking mess. They have, like, nothing in this store. It's, like, bare bones kind of shit in the store. You can get small little things if you want to. But if you want something kind of big, they'll have, like, a display model. And then, like, they can be like, you order it online, asshole, you fuckface. You should have been here before Black Friday, dipshit. So I start, like, doing that thing where you wander around looking for a Best Buy employee. And it's pretty easy to spot them. They've got blue shirts, most of them. Um, So I can't find the fucking Best Buy employee. There's one or two helping people, and those are the only people I see. I walked the entire fucking store in the Cherry Hill Best Buy. I walked the entire floor. There was... Two or two to three people working on the floor in the entire Best Buy. That's all departments. Two to three people. And they're all helping other customers. And I asked the one lady, I'm like, hey, when you're done, do you mind like if I uh if you can just help me real quick? It'll be real quick. I just gotta find where this fucking blender is. And she's like, It's probably gonna take me twenty minutes to get to you. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of fucking time. So I, I try to, like, continue to find somebody, and I see some lady that looks like she works at the Best Buy. She's got a shirt on and a lanyard, so I assume she works at the Best Buy. So I'm like, hey, I'm looking for this blender. And she's like, I don't work in appliances. I'm like, oh, of course you fucking don't. And she's like, I'm actually a Samsung rep, which actually, looking back, I'm kind of dumb. She's wearing a shirt that says Samsung. Of course she doesn't work at the fucking Best Buy. But I take this as an opportunity to, uh, you know, unload on this lady about my experiences with Samsung, which I don't know if I've told you all about, but we've bought a Samsung washer and dryer that are two pieces of fucking shit that don't work. Our our washer has some kind of, like, weird film that floats through it because of a a very bad design with uh, the bottom of this washing machine. And then our dryer, uh, it's, it's seemingly catching on fire right now. It smokes and smells, so... I just feel like all the appliances in my house are not working, um, and it's not user error. Trust me, I'm not. I'm not that stupid. And I literally like argued with this woman for 20 minutes about how Samsung uh, washers and dryers are are no good. And she's like, "No, they're okay." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, you can you can say that, but they're not. They're not good. They're not good. I have them, and they're not good." So I'm never gonna buy a Samsung thing again. She's like, "You shouldn't say that." And I'm like, "I will say that though." Because uh, because of this one bad experience with you and Samsung, not you necessarily, but the, the like the collective you, uh, I will never buy Samsung product again. So you can fucking suck a dick. So I wasted 20 minutes talking to this woman, and I figured that, oh, well, I've just wasted 20 minutes. Let me go talk to the lady I was just talking to that said, hey, I'll get, I'll get to you in 20 minutes. She's like, oh, no, I, I, I'm not going to be able to help you. She's like, your best bet is to go like online and order what you need and then they'll just go like pick it up and bring it to the cash register i'm like well why can't that guy who's gonna do that fucking just help me find it now and bring it to the cash register like i'm not gonna fucking wait for you and she's just like i I, that's just that's my best advice so i'm like okay so i just start walking around the area where i know there's inventory of this fucking blender and i fucking spot the blender up on one of the shelves like in the corner of the fucking store on this it's like it's like in the vicinity in in the neighborhood of where the blender display is, but on the opposite side of town. It's, like, ridiculous that I, I had to, like, go th- throughout the store to find the three fucking blenders that they had that are so far away from the display. Uh, so I the ladder was right there. I, just, I shifted it slightly to the right, 
climb the ladder, get the fucking thing, go to the cash register, pay for it, and fuck off. The whole thing took like an hour and a half. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous, dude. Uh, a huge waste of time. It reminded me why I don't fucking go Christmas shopping. I also went to the Peloton store because, as I mentioned, I have a Peloton now. I'm a Peloton guy, and I want the first lady to be able to use it. So I'm figuring retail store, Peloton, they have a location at the Cherry Hill Mall. I will go there, buy her some shoes. That'll be one of her Christmas presents. And, uh, you know, I get there. They don't actually fucking sell anything. <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. Why would a store, a retail store, have products for customers to walk away with? That's only that's way too logical. We should never do that. Um, so I go in the store, and I'm like, so, like, you don't have the shoes. They're like, well, you can try on the shoes. I'm like, yeah, but it's for my wife. And I'm like, I know her shoe size. Like, can I just buy her the shoes? No, we, we can order them for you, though. I'm like, well, I could do that. I mean, I don't need you. I don't need a middleman. I don't need some kind of, like, uh, middleman to do my online transactions. That seems a little sketchy. Like, are you skimming some off the top or something? Fucking Peloton, dude. That's, like, all these stores now, though. They're all fucking shitty online models. Uh, and, like, the, uh, the concept of a retail front in, like, a mall... I feel like all of that's going to go out the window very soon or be replaced by something very different. Like the retail stores then become this experience. This and it's already kind of doing that. Like this they're this interactive experience where you you can touch and feel the things that you want to buy, but you can't actually walk away from the store with them for the most part. I mean, they have the little knickknacks. Like you go in Pottery Barn, it's just like you're walking through somebody's house. Pottery Barn is literally just a living room that's set up on display for you to walk through. I mean, they don't, it's not like they have shelves of stuff and it's like, oh, here's all of our stuff that we sell. It's like shit that's just kind of like laid out like you were walking through somebody's house in some kind of weird party where someone's like, hey, you want to go on a tour of my house? And their house just happened to be like a fucking pottery barn catalog. This podcast is brought to you by the Cherry Hill Mall. If you are in the market for high-end stuff, like fashion-wise, I think there's probably some stuff there for you. But if you're also in the market for junk, psh, we got lots of stores for you to collect some shit that you don't need. Come drop your hard-earned money on a Rick and Morty magnet from Spencer's or a cock ring from Spencer's. Or you can go down to All Pro Image Sports and get a knockoff Chinese Eagles t-shirt that says Fly Eagles Fly. Come look like a dickhead riding a Peloton inside of an empty store that you could not buy a Peloton at, but you can. It's just you can buy it online. It's just not here. You can't walk away with it. Or you can check out our amazing food court where I'm pretty sure there's a salad works. And maybe there's definitely a guy handing out bourbon chicken samples at some kind of Chinese restaurant. I'm going to say it's called mm, like a wok choy or some variation of that. The Cherry Hill Mall, it's got two floors in some sections. In other sections, it's only got one floor. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that zany? Wow, Cherry Hill Mall, you're an architectural masterpiece. The Cherry Hill Mall, proud sponsor of Talking Ish with your commish and the founding Florida Fantasy Football League, the first mall in America. Cherry Hill Mall, check it out if you want to just fucking walk amongst probably some of the worst of us that society has to offer. Uh, Cherry Hill Mall, it's not only a mall, it's a fucking experience. I apologize if for the uh, you know, first half of this podcast you heard a lot of squeaking. My chair was a piece of shit. There's a lot of stuff going on in my fucking studio right now. As I mentioned, you know, 
we're trying to tighten the screws up here in the commission's life. Hold on, guys. We're just trying to we're trying to batten down that fucking hatches here. Jesus Christ, things are moving around on me. The mic is jumping. Things are getting knocked around. Pop filters are getting popped. Like pop my pussies. Pop, 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 pop. We can say so many pop, 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 peas with these pop filters. Thank you. Um, anyway, let's get into our matchups and talk some fantasy football. And you guys are probably sick of hearing about my shit. Except for maybe one more story before we get to fantasy football, actually. Uh, Dave and I today did a tasker job uh, where we helped this this wonderful uh, mother-daughter uh uh, family, uh, Shirley and Tamika McLean, uh, two lovely black Baptists. And I know what you're thinking, guys, like why, Brent, why did you have to describe her or them as a, a, a black Baptist? And, you know, my mother was a Baptist and it's, it's more of a cultural differentiation because there is a certain culture that comes with the black Baptists. And it's, I mean, if you know a black Baptist, you know what I'm talking about. They're, uh, they're God loving, God fearing people. And they, they, they show it in an ostentatious way. That's just probably the best way I can, I can put it. And Dave and I went over there and we helped them assemble a chair and a desk. And they made us this full fucking breakfast with like a hard-boiled egg, some toast and bacon, and some chai teas with like some milk. You know, fucking great day. We just assembled a desk, a chair, fixed a flagpole, shimmied a door, and I, I made 80 bucks today. Fucking f- fulfilling work. There's just something to uh, the blue-collar work where it's like instant gratification. You're like, I did a good job today. We did good. Me and Dave did good. And then uh, Dave came over and helped me with my other problem, which is uh, went to the closet, as I, as I told you guys earlier, went to the closet to inspect some mold, cut a little section out, turned out to be a giant fucking beehive that's the like, size of my entire fucking uh, like indoor, like first indoor closet, so... Good stuff. Good stuff. Gonna have to take care of that tomorrow. But all right. Anyway, let's get to football. Just wanted to shout out to uh, the McLean family. They took care of us today. They sent us all, all home with some goodie bags, too. And I got a Christmas card. They gave me a Christmas card. Isn't that great? Fucking great people. Uh, anywho, uh, let's get to the matchups that were in fantasy football playoffs round one. Where we had uh, two two fucking matchups to get here to the semifinals. Let's fucking thank you. All right. In our first matchup, we had a uh, a pretty good battle going. Timmy Tryhard getting out of that paintball contention, getting into the playoff picture, going up against a guy who's up, he's down, he's up, he's down, he's in the playoffs, and he's spinning it all around. Zach Marone trying to get the Zach back. We can't say Zach. I always say it. Trying not to say it anymore. Marone uh, gets the best of Joe in this playoff matchup. 143.05 to 120.85. It was really Dak Prescott, I think, that could have gotten uh, Joe over the hump if he had a good day. Didn't have that great of a day. Uh, two interceptions on the day. Meanwhile, Zach storms on to the next round where he will face Fox. Uh, who's coming off the bye, but we will get to that. And then in our other matchup, we had BJ taking on King Cuck. Uh, another great battle that really went down to the end. It came down to the quarterback. Could Matt Stafford get BJ enough points to get over the hump? Eight points separated the teams right down towards the end with like 10 minutes left to go in the fucking game, and it just could not materialize for BJ. He just got stuck. 
at a two-point deficit to Mike. Gets taken down. King Cuck moves on. Cucks no more. 144.85 to 142.15. And them, folks, is your playoff matchups for round one. And now the teams storm on to round two. The semifinals to determine who will go to the championship game and have a chance to fight for their name in the rafters and a shiny ring to remind them that they are a fucking founding farter fantasy football league champion. So our final four. We've got Fox, the number one team, taking down everybody this fucking season, just hammering everybody, putting his dick on the table. Number one overall seed, going to take on Zach Marone, formerly, the man formerly known as Zach Marone. Marone in a... Return of the Battle of the Zacks, Battle of the Zacks Part 2. In this go-around, since Zach has lost his Zach, Zach Moran has lost his Zach, he has a chance to win it back. If he takes down Fox this week, he will be henceforward known as uh, Zach Moran again. If not, he's just Zach minus two. <laughs> now he's just got a, he's got two, a, a two-hole Zach, Zach deficit. He's down two Zacks. I'm sorry I fuck up this Marone bit every time that we took away his first name. It's really hard to do because I'm so used to saying Marone, you know, bleep Marone. Can't say it. Bleep Marone. That's what I'm going to call you now. Anyway, these two have faced off twice this season. And in both matchups, Zifo got the best of uh, Marone in week uh, three. He won by 23 points. And then again in week 12 by 25 points and in both matchups Marone put up good numbers it's just that Zifo's been putting them up all fucking year long consistently and with vigor uh, so he's going to look to continue that and march on where he is going to try to go for his uh, third ring and Marone trying to get to the championship for the first time and then on the other side of the bracket ML will take on the commish the commish finding himself in yet another semifinal. Uh, with another fucking interesting matchup against ML. We've had a few of them over the course of the lifetime of the Founding Farter Fantasy Football League. We play each other pretty much on the last week of every season. There's been, uh, in the first few stretch of years, it was uh, ML who took me out and uh, eliminated me from playoff contention in the first couple of seasons. And then from there on out, uh, after the Cuck game, if you all remember, where we were in this semifinal position uh, once before, and it came down to a stat correction that the commission then took to the championship game and on to a title in a game that is forever known as the cuck rule, where Ezekiel Elliott's fumble was overturned, awarding two points back to the commission for the win. Had to march on and win that belt. Just a... Uh, an interesting history between us. Uh, in our matchup this season, I did get the best of Mike with a hobbled team, but it wasn't Mike's team's best week. Um, he's coming back strong, coming off the win against BJ. And listen, I'm a little nervous against uh, ML. I'm not going to lie to you. This is one team I did not want to have to face in this position. I felt like if I could just get to that last game and uh, get through uh, some of these injuries that I've got going on, I could maybe take down Zifo. But I'm a little nervous that I'm not going to get through this one. So if I'm going to lose to anybody, I'm happy to lose to Mike. Um, so very humbled 
I think. He's the crowd favorite, I think, at this point, right? Like, he's got to be. Because I think a lot of people look at it like, uh, you know, me and Zifo have, have rings. And of the of Marant and ML, I think it's just that ML's been in the league since the beginning. And the people are probably pulling for him. That's just my, that's my finger on the pulse of the league, if I had to guess. So, I don't know. Let me know. Maybe chime in from fucking time to time. Send me a podcast preemptively so I don't have to ask for him. You know? You know I'm going to do it. I said I've got to do it. I've got to do it. Don't fuck. Anyway. Uh, good luck to all of our remaining teams. Uh, this is the most nervous I've ever been for a, a, a matchup like this, a playoff matchup. There's just something about ML. I just, I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling good heading in. I got a lot of question marks on the team, and I still have a few that I don't even know if they're going to start Sunday, and God knows what could happen between now and then, you know? So we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. Fingers crossed. That's all you could do. You fucking draft your team, set your lineup, and shut the fuck up. That's what you do. Um. Anyway, let's get to the soundboard. We hear from you. Best part of the fucking podcast. Let's start with the fucking. <coughs> oh, there's the woo, BJ. Yo, Kamish. Uncle Budge. Uh, checking in. Crawling out of my depression. Um, man, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm pretty defeated. Uh, this year's been pretty fucked up from from my squad, and uh, nothing tops it off worse than fucking benching cooks at like 12:58 p.m. And then losing by two. He, uh, I should have just stuck with him, dude. I, I, I fucking made numerous mistakes this year, like right before kickoff. Like, I'm talking like minutes before switching guys out and making the wrong move. And usually that's been my strong suit. And I'm usually pretty good at, uh, nailing those, those weird matchups and whatnot. But, uh, not this year, bro. Um, and that one's gonna hurt because, uh, I would have got the dub. Um, regardless, congrats to King Cuck. I, uh, I was telling you a couple weeks back that if it's not me, I hope it's him. So he's still in it, and that's uh, that's that's all that matters right now, you know. Uh, but yeah, thanks for another good year, Brent. Uh, I'll be back next year stronger than ever, fucking winning the dongs again, and uh, I'm not fucking drafting McCaffrey. That's bottom line. Fuck that faggot. He uh, he cost me this year. Never even got to experience my team full strength. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I really got. Uh, go, Birds. Let's get that Minshew Mania going. I'm all Minshew Mania'd up. Uh, yeah. Peace out. BJ, thanks for checking in. And I know what you mean. You know, like, sometimes you, like, you wonder. Like, when you have one of those squads that's getting hurt all the time, like, what would it be like if I just – could have just fielded the team that I fucking drafted. It's frustrating. And, dude, uh, when you fucking use that fucking cocktail smoker, send me a video of that. I want to see what that looks like. That's a, That was the dong price this year, if you guys uh, didn't remember. Um, it was a cocktail smoker. So looking forward to uh, that video that you're going to send me. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for uh, checking in, BJ. Let's go to ML, who took down BJ. I don't know who paid attention. I know Brent did. Um, but, like, that was a very uh, anxiety-riddled matchup between BJ and I. I, I thought Stafford had getting three touchdowns uh, as soon as the second half started, basically. I thought that he was just going to do it. He only needed, like, eight more points for the rest of the night, I think, if I remember. But uh, hats off to BJ, man. Um, really good matchup. That was definitely some really top-notch competition. And someone else mentioned it. We've had some really good competition all year. 
And, uh, you know, pretty, pretty even, except for Fox just destroying everyone. I think Brent was the closest to him, and he was still 200 points higher. Crazy. Um, but all comes down to playoffs, dude. Brent, we got another matchup. Hopefully I'm going to uh, be able to overcome the cut game and move on. So best of luck to you, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, best of luck to my opponent this week, ML. And you're right, man. There was a lot of great competition in the league this year. I uh, I honestly think it was one of the more competitive years that we've had. When you look at the results, I mean, typically we have one team that's like PPD, PPDD. And like Jake's team was pretty PPDD. But <coughs> uh, there was just like, I don't know. It's like he still had a fighting chance at the end. You know, I don't know. It was more, it was more exciting, I guess, on the whole. On the hill. And, you know, Fox might have dominated the league this year, but if it doesn't end in a ring, does it matter? I mean, we don't talk about the Patriot team that lost the Super Bowl despite winning every game up to that point, right? No one gives a fucking shit. You're just remembered as the team that didn't win. So Fox has to ride that momentum to Graceland or it don't mean shit. Let's go to Marky Mark. Just wanted to call in, say good luck to those who made it to the playoffs. I uh, hope we see a new crown champion. No more repeats of anybody. I'm trying to root for some new winners. We got a new paintball person getting paintball this year and jerk. I want a new winner too. No repeats. Love you guys. Good luck. Peace. Mark, thanks for checking in. I uh, I respectfully disagree with your opinion, obviously, because uh, I want that third ring. I I mean I just I'm like the weasel that gets in and just tries to just grab it. I'm gonna, I, I would like slit throats, cut the back of like Achilles tendons to just fucking grab that belt. I would kill. I would murder you all, metaphorically. Obviously, I wouldn't kill you actually, unless you need me to. I don't know what scenario that would. Let's just not go there. Let's go to Jake. All right, Kamish, Papa Wu here, checking in. A week late. Uh, yeah, I figured I owed the league and uh, all the founding farters, all of the queen queefers, and most importantly, the commissioner of Sounder after getting last place. Uh, I was a little wrapped up last week with the baby in the house and everything and just didn't get to it. But, yep, last place. What's there to say? My team sucked ass. It is what it is. I, I tried to look into it and be like, find a reason for my failure. There really isn't one. But I got some stats. I had 1,800 points against, which is 350 more than the first place Fox and 150 more than the next person with the most points against. I think that counts for something. That kind of sucks. Um, I had the most points against me in two different weeks. I only had three wins, but two of my three wins, I had the highest points that week. It's like, if I didn't score the most, I wasn't winning. And I didn't score the most, so I didn't win. I would blame, you know, you could blame my managerial style. I will blame Calvin Ridley and his mental health problems. I think it's bullshit. Uh, he needs to get his ass on the field and apologize for fucking up my season. Um, but, you know... I'll take my paintball in like a man. It is what it is. Kind of feel like it was almost fantasy destiny that I was going to get last place and get paintballed after, you know, the beginning of the season and fucking up the draft schedule and all that shit and the dongs. It, it was like fantasy karma punishment. And I'll take it like a man. It is what it is. 
Papa Wu gonna sack up, get that booster, take it up the hoop. All right, Papa Wu, I'm out. She, <clears throat> I don't know about that booster. I don't know about a lot of things. I'm retarded. I know we can't say that word, but I am. Anyway, dude, uh, nice advanced analytics. Way to bring it to the table. But as my father, uh, you know, says and thinks he's hilarious and actually probably credits himself with this quote that he clearly did not come up with. Excuses are like assholes. Everyone's got them, but they all stink, brother. So uh, if I had to do a deep dive on your team, I would point to two errors. One that you've already pointed to, which is Calvin really being a big bitch and you know sitting out with mental health issues. Because this year, I think the thing that dominated most of uh, with the week-to-week matchups were was wide receiver play. Just a lot of points coming from that position. And if you weren't getting a piece of that pie, you were missing out because you really had to compete with some of those numbers. And the other thing I would point out is the quarterback position. I mean, Russell Wilson didn't have his best year, and that's not your fault. I mean, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks had a bad year. He's probably going to get traded, maybe to the Birds. What do you guys think about Russell Wilson? 610-632-0975. And then, you know, you threw Kirk Cousins in there from time to time. I think that's the thing, you know? It's a quarterback-driven league. It's a wide receiver-driven league now with the full-point PPR, unless you got a good... Uh, back catching the ball out of the field, which he did, and Alvin Kamara, but he didn't play a lot this season. He was he was on and off the field, so just got fucked, dude. It happens. All of us are gonna get fucked eventually, and in, for some of us, it's gonna be bad. I mean, uh, you're a new father. We'll take it easier on you, I think. Hopefully, let's go to Zfo catching a flight. Making a voice memo trying to play is then near impossible. But just want to let you all know, I'm flying back from Minneapolis to LaGuardia, and I'm trying to follow along on these games. Uh, I'm super nervous. I feel like I'm due for a loss. And it comes in the playoffs. It's hard to be great every every single week. But I wish I could provide more here. Everyone's looking at me, including this... Uh, Pretty stewardess. London, <laughs> you didn't hear that. I feel too. Toots. Oh man, I can hear the the humming of the airplane in the background. I just know how uh, you're just like huddled, probably some like over your your tray table, making that sound. And I appreciate you checking in, dude. Hell yeah. Uh, but don't, don't underestimate your squad. You got a good squad. Rolling out a good one. Let's go back to ML. So today when uh went uh, duck hunting. It's pretty sweet. Uh, coworker, you get like a... I think I explained it in the chat. It's like a controlled hunt, it's called. It's, you enter a lottery through the state. State issues it to whoever. And it's like you're the only person allowed to hunt in a specific area of like a, another specific area. Um, woke up at 2.30 to start moving at 3.30. It's a two-hour drive out west, and you're just walking through the mud and kayaking and pitch black and uh, get set up, get two birds, and then didn't really see shit for the rest of the day. But it's cool just being out there, man. It's, you know, I wish I was with you guys instead, but um, all in all, a pretty uh, successful day. Not too shabby. Mikey fucking mallard though, dude. Every time I go out, I get a nice big mallard, so it felt good, you know. But uh, oh, Ashley doesn't approve. 
Oh, well. Uh, yeah, good day. Yeah, man. Keep shooting them fucking ducks. I mean, <clears throat> what else are those ducks doing? They're shitting all over, like, the ground or whatever. Do ducks do that, or is that just geese? I don't really understand the difference. It doesn't matter. All birds are disgusting. They're like little dinosaurs that fly through the air. We should shoot them. Uh, I'm not saying, like, shoot an endangered species, but, like, they're fucking ducks. There's lots of them. Like, fucking shoot them and eat them. Duck's delicious, by the way. Especially, like, Peking duck. Fucking yum, yum. Yum, 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 yum. And, like, how, the way, like, French people do duck. Whoo. That, like, what's that fucking shit with, like, uh, you know, like, duck fat confit? Is that, is that... I wish I had a producer. I wish I had like a Tyrone to be like, what's conf what's the thing with duck fat? Is that comfy? Comf no, I'm an idiot. Okay. Alright, cool. It's 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 that. That's the oh the, that's the thing. I don't have that guy. It's just me in my basement talking to myself. I should just like fucking hit the pause button and pretend to be that guy and like hop on a different microphone. That would take way too much effort though. I don't have that kind of fucking time. So let's go to Dave. Brent, not much to contribute on the fantasy side. Fun season, thanks for, as always. Uh, but I had a great time putting together <laughs> furniture with you today. We put together a desk, put together a chair, hung a flagpole, helped with the door. It was fun. We had some breakfast, talked to some nice people. It's nice, you know? Thanks for coming out, Brent. Had a really good time. Uh, and I'm looking forward to your party. Everyone, I hope to see everybody there. Peace. Yeah, man, dude, Dave lives a life where he's just connecting with people all day long. It's a cool life. It's interesting. I don't have that kind of life at all. And it was interesting to get to live a little bit in his shoes today. Putting together all that shit. Hanging out with some cool people. Hanging out with my buddies. Doing some cool shit. Satisfying work. Enjoyed it. And yeah, man, come on down for New Year's. I hope everybody can make it. I mean, those of you who can, uh, come on down. It doesn't have to be crazy fucking shroomy fest on new year's eve we can just uh have a normal new year's eve and then maybe do that shit new year's day for those who do want to partake we th we're gonna figure something out anywho let's go to uh marron sclsu mud dogs checking in uh what do i say um my team's been wavering been a little nervous but i'm still here in the playoffs and of course I have to go through Zifo, which is what I was trying to avoid, but uh, it's happening. And I don't want to speak to what's going on live because I'm kind of watching it right now. I want to go on what was projected, but let's be honest, I'm not so sure how I'm going to do this week, but it's always up in the air in football. Never know what's going to happen. So uh, I'm confident, as always, that I will meet somebody in the finals, but Come on, the guy's been a powerhouse the whole season. I have to give it to him. So I will see how it goes. But I'm, uh, you know, optimistic. And if I can just squeak through this week, I think I have a really good chance at uh, winning the whole thing. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I would agree with that statement. I think Zach's team's got enough chips to be the guy that gets it done. It's just he's got to get through the mountain right now. Right now, Zifo's the top of the mountain. You want to be be the best, you got to beat the best. That's just kind of how things go here in the old fantasy football league. Let's go uh, back to Zach. Uh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> bleep, bleep, bleep. We'll bleep that out and post edit. We won't. Um, go back to Marron. So I just moved into a new apartment in Jersey City, and 
the guy upstairs is a character. It's the only way I can put it. I just hear him yelling about money all the time. He's stomping around at 2 or 3 a.m. in the kitchen, which is right above my bedroom. Uh, And I got to say, I mean, if the guy's not on coke, then, man, he's missing out because, I mean, let's be honest, great stuff. But it really seems like that's what his behavior is. I mean, he's pacing around. He's always yelling to other people. He chain smokes cigarettes out the back like all night. And it's uh, it's not pissing me off yet, but I might have to ask him who this guy is. <laughs> I knew you were going to do something like that in the end. Uh, yeah, man, the, the cooked up neighbor. That's uh, I think we've all had one in our lifetime. And if you haven't, you haven't been living. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like cocaine, just like the way it smells. Um, thanks for checking in, though. Marone, the Battle of the Zacks is going down this weekend. It's like Jake Paul versus uh, you know, Tyrone Woodley, too, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes the z Jake Paul. I don't know. I guess it fits. We'll go to, uh, and I, I got to stop fucking doing this podcast uh, over such a long period of time because I. I, I kind of like do a little bit, walk away, help out with the baby, get drunk on my way back, and then here we are. Anyway, Papa Woo. Papa Woo checking back in with a uh, little baby update, little baby Anna Sophia, little uh, little angel. She's uh, drinking milk like a champ, putting on weight after she lost a bunch in the beginning, but she's uh, she's getting fat. Getting those chubby cheeks, getting the rolls. We go to the doctor on Monday for our uh, one-month checkup. She's a month old tomorrow, Friday, the 17th. It's crazy. It's Damn. been a month. Feels like it's been a fucking year. It's just been... I, it, it's unbelievable how much time and energy and effort it takes to raise a kid. Everyone says it, and then you do it, and you're like, holy shit. But it's, like, the best thing ever. Like, all the time spent doing that shit is just... It's awesome. It's just fucking great. I'm so happy. She's the best. I can't wait for all our little kids to hang out and meet each other. Pool party at the Deeker's house this summer. All the founding farters and the queen queefs are invited. Along with all of the... uh, We need a name for the kids. The royal... I don't know. I got nothing. Royal founding farters. Royal bunnies. Bunnies a little fart. Um, Yeah. Pizza and pool. Party in my house this summer. All the kids meet each other. It's going to be a ton of fun. I mean, working name right now is Little Shitlets, which seems kind of offensive to them, but that's all I can come up with in this in this brief moment. But, yeah, man, the, uh, it's it's nice to hear that it's going well, that you're enjoying it. Enjoy it. Every little stage is different. Every little piece is better and better. I don't know. I've been getting to spend a lot of time with my daughter, too, and... It's a little bit of magic that exists in your life. And, you know, most of your day as a person on Earth is spent trying to overcome something, you know. Your whole day is like a battle against either, like, shit that's going on up in your head or something at work or something going on in your personal life. But the one constant is the fact that, like, these kids at this age are just so innocent and happy 
And yeah, they have their moments being grumpy, but whatever. It's just like so. It's it's beautiful, man. It's that's like pure joy and happiness. That like is like a fleeting thing. So I don't take it for granted at all. And it's nice to hear that uh, you're 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 living it up there, dude. So I hope I can see her soon. I know I uh, we're gonna have to talk about the, the shots and all that situation because uh, um, I I'm double vaccinated. I'm not triple vaccinated. I don't know if that's a thing yet. Um, I don't have my flu shot. I do have my, uh, what's the one, the other one? Tdap. I have Tdap. I actually had to get Tdap because I stepped on a rusty horse fence, if you recall. Um, so I'm up to date on that, but I don't have the flu shot. So I'd like to see her. I don't have to hold her or anything, but if I could just swing by and say, what's up, bring her a little thing or two, bring you guys a little thing or two, call it a day. Let me know. I got some I got some time off, so love to fucking say what's up. Let's fucking shut this shit down. Take some time off uh this holiday season, fellas, and recharge your fucking batteries. We're gonna go out a little different than normal. Uh here's something Dave showed me a while back. It's a little dicky freestyle. I just think's clever and cheeky, so enjoy it. Lil old dick and I'm back in this bitch I know y'all know when I rap what it is All facts don't fib Got a gang full of hits In touch with the kids like a pedo Uh, I'm a jam like Shaq I'm a bang when I wish Up in this bitch like a feeder right. Ain't no timelines when you timeless Hold up, MJ, 96 Meaning I'm back on my bullshit sure, You know boy. I come hard like a full dick Suburban and white <laughs> Stay with the bread like some cool whip though Look how it spread, cool whip flow I can make them right with an IG live And my girl got bombs on a baji hot And between her legs is looking right Hypotenuse, uh, bang it all down Hold up, sway, let me bring it all down Been out here, citizenship Look at how I got everybody tuned in right now They'll probably watch this for an hour Tracy, I brought you flowers It's wrong Gas out the ass like flatulence. I was slept on like mattresses. I got my head right aspirin. I'm cashing in. I'm cashing in. I'm not about to hold a paper and display it like a thumbtack. No touchback. They about to run his back. And if you ever met me, you root for me. Sharp shit coming. I'm a dome. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> Part of my breath. Only perky said I fuck with his breast. Elevator kissing hoes at the Ritz. Freaky Friday, I get in. I'm like Chris. Wait. Sway. Pass me the rock. Get it. Post. Jab. Up fake. Hump. Jumping in him. Two shots at the line. I got him like a mime. Odell, beggar might cut on a dime. Glow in the dark, see me anytime. Used to put the Xbox controller on my dick and let it vibrate. How I jerked off as a child. Came a long way. Now I'm like, hey, girl, you, me, fuck, and the shit work. Hey, her brother looking at me like, hey, fuck her, bro. It's wrong. Sway, her brother looking at me like, hey, fuck her, bro. I'm like Kareem Abdul, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. These hooks got me scoring. See me coming from afar. Rapping in France. I never need an advance. I'm switching it up like I'm trans. Although I'm the Trojan man, I'm eating the pussy like cervical cancer. I know where I'm going, but shit, if my GPS died, I sleep in my sedan. I can't do the schmurder dance. I, I get caught up looking awkward. for you. Sometimes I'll catch it for a minute. OJ with it, y'all wonder how I did it. My mom hit me once, she lucked it in Sue, but I'll stomp y'all out like in Dominican Sue. All the shoe brands wanted me to sign. I remember they thought I was Lonely Island. There will not be another like me. I could go viral if I put out a snippet. I'm sick like a coder, you really could get it. I'll always be playing just like I'm embedded. I got a leg up like Ottomans, though. And my television show is coming, but that is irrelevant. Right now I'm rapping like presents get. How did I get here? I got big rapping like Diddy, I'm prevalent. Hold up, let me find a melody. 
All my fans are getting mad at me. They just want to hear me spazzing now, but I just had to put a couple smashes out. How is this shit a pop star? Rap name is a dick joke. How did he make it that far? Good pussy at the crib like a house cat. They're waiting on my buzz like the Outback. In and out with the bag like I make tea. When I do shopping sprees, eyebrows long like AD. Girls get wet like Navy. Pull up like I'm Stephen Shoe Cream. Players in the NBA text me. If I want a Diet Coke, someone brings me Diet Coke. All my live shows nuts, like I expose testicles. Hold up, wait, let me ad-lib my shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at my penmanship. I write this. I'm a Carl's Jr. model, for real. Just on the side like soccer moms. I could have sold you stocking bonds. Have it so fast like Ramadan. The Autobahn, the shaman running down the bomb. From Carson's arm, I'm off the farm. I'm on the court. The Jumbotron is on the boy. They playing my song. LeBron is nodding. Am I James Worthy? Look at my bars. I'm made up like Bernie. <laughs> oh, we having fun. Girls see me and start blushing just because I'm around. I used to always get a boner at my physical sway. If this is cultural appropriation, what can I say? What would you have me do? You know I got to rap. But the times now are scary. Hold up. Wait. Take 